the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Rolling into Easter weekend here. Tomorrow's Good Friday, and then, of course, Sunday is Easter. And I hope you guys have some wonderful plans. Hopefully, uh, too many of, not too many of y'all are going to have to pay pop for five fifty a gallon of gas to have any major road trips going on because it's going to be really expensive for the road trips. And who's going to be able to afford to get a honey bait this weekend, right? I oh, that really puts things in perspective. I know, right? I might, I might have to be eating some Hormel. I don't know. Anyway, glad to have you guys with me. Like I said, back by popular demand is my next guest, Dane Wigington. We had him on the show last week or the week before. We got some, we got some emails and calls that basically almost right away. Yeah, well, yeah, saying that he. Well, I was just so Andrea. I was so disappointed. One of the callers said that you ended the interview with Dane Wig- Wigington as quickly as you did. When the reality is, Skins, as you know, I actually had him on for twice as long as we ever really oh, did yeah. with anybody in segments. But that's how chocked full of information this guy is. Well, yeah, I th- I'd like to think of myself as fairly informed. I became obsessed with politics as a kid. I was a poli-sci major. Um, but when it comes to anything weather related or anything like climate stuff. Yeah, same here. And when I, I first had him on my show, Andrea, my mind was blown wide open. Well, yeah, because my the extent of, of me and weather is just like I moved here from New Orleans to get rid of the humidity, right? Because I can't have a good hair day down there. So the extent of my knowledge of the weather is hurricanes and um, what's going to be a good looking out the window to decide is it going to be a good hair day or a bad hair day. That's yeah, you and I you and I live on the same page. Humidity bad for the hair right and so what so i'm fascinated with dane and his understanding of not just climate but climate engineering operations and how it's being manufactured and it, it and there was a time in my life where i wouldn't have believed it but i certainly do now and i am a convert of dane wigington uh he actually has a show here on many places but here on san diego on the answer san diego from 4 to 5 p.m on saturdays his website is geoengineeringwatch.org, and he joins me now. Hi, Dane Wigington. Welcome back to the show. Uh-oh. Can't, I can't hear Dane. I can hear you well. Oh, there you are. So, I can hear you well. I'm not moving. It should, should be good. It might have been muted on your intercession, but... It, no, it was going in and out, but we're, but uh, uh, your signal. But we we got you now. So um, good, not moving. But thank you, to, thanks to you and Noah for your willingness to focus on this issue that is of immense gravity that far too few have any understanding about what the military industrial complex is doing and how well documented it is. But they are doing everything they can to keep this out of public view. 
And one of the things that Noah was, and, and I, 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 my mind was so blown last time you were on, as Skins would say, that I'm actually trying to remember, you know, when, when you're faced with such shocking, serious and detailed and believable information like you gave to me, sometimes you, you, it just, you got to hear it over and over again so that you can actually process what's happening, right? Um, so, it, and go ahead. I'm sorry, you finish. You finish first. No. Well, I was going to say that that some of the details of what you even shared last time you were on kind of just went over my head. We were, I, I think I started by asking you about why do we have so much rain and could this possibly be part of some engineered plan? And, and you explained how, yes, it was. And then Skins is telling me today something called aluminum snow. That's um, the name of one of our reports. Now, again, that's a major constituent that's in our snow. I assure you our snow is highly toxic. It doesn't deserve to be called snow. There's chemically nucleating elements in the frozen precipitation. That's that's what we choose to call it now. Aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, polymer fibers, surfactants, graphene. It is very, very toxic. It's It's destroying soil microbiome, root systems. This is why when we get even all this precipitation in forests like where we're at in Northern California, not only is it not slowing down the tree die-off, it's accelerating it. And all that runoff is going into our streams, waterways, farms to water our crops. And these particles are nanoparticles. They're unimaginably small. You can fit 60 to 100,000 nanoparticles across the width of a human hair. They're inconceivably small, and they're absorbed by everything, including every bite of food we eat. So the fact that they're saturating our atmosphere with these particles is completely contaminating the entire web of life. Who is who is they, and how is this being done? They are those who print the money. All roads lead there. Those who control, and, and Andrea, and Noah, you know the dollar is failing now, yes. right? You know, yeah. people around the world are disconnecting. They've had enough of the central bankers that have printed whatever they want for whatever they want. All roads lead to central bankers. They control militaries, thus they control countries. So if we look back at the rain you talked about, Let's go all the way back to the 60s when Project Popeye in Vietnam, this is a historical record, was so successful at creating rain over the Ho Chi Minh Trail that by the 70s they passed environmental modification treaties to forbid weather modification for wartime purposes, but not over a country's own population, and nobody pays any attention to the treaties anyway. So how much more effective are they now at creating extra precipitation where they want to? And what people don't realize or don't know is that climate engineering is even more effective at creating drought. They can cut the flow of precipitation off as long as they want. And I'll finish with this. And they should consider people, why would the military want to control the weather? The proper answer to that is why wouldn't they? Of course they do. It's a weapon with which they can bring populations to their knees, crush food supplies, and those populations never even knew they were under assault. And thus we have a military document titled Owning the Weather, 2025, the military industrials complex's official objective of controlling the weather as a, quote, force multiplier. This is all completely documented at geoengineeringwatch.org. Wow. Um, how do they force a drought? That is much more easily accomplished with climate engineering. So there's two primary methods. Andrea, Noah, have you heard of HARP in Alaska? Have you ever heard of... The yeah, you and I have talked about it on the show, yes. Yeah, that's right, we did, Noah. So, I haven't HARP, heard about it. HARP, it's, the acronym is H-A-A-R-P. The listeners can look this up. I think they would be very shocked at the images of the HARP facility. HARP is one of, we think, as many as 100 of similar facilities around the globe, different design. 
Harp is a weapon of mass destruction. It's passed off as a simple research facility. That couldn't be further from the truth. Harp is called an ionosphere heater. They are literally transmitting three and a half million watts of energy into the electrically charged ionosphere, heating it. It causes an electrical chain reaction. And with doing this, they can create atmospheric pressure zones. Noah, Andrea, have you heard of meteorologists refer to a high-pressure heat dome? Ever heard that yes. term? Yes. Yeah. We hear yeah. a lot now. Okay, and everything fries underneath it, and that's exactly what an ionosphere heater can do. It, it creates this bulge in the atmosphere that pushes up and down. The downward push is a high-pressure heat dome. So what we see over California, over the West, for so many years was the, quote, ridiculously resilient ridge. That's what the meteorologists called it, the ridiculously resilient ridge of high pressure. That is signature HARP facilities. And in doing that, they block any precipitation from even entering near that region. The second method with which they can disperse precipitation. It's happening to us right now in Northern California. It's very common now. When you see skies that are completely featureless with no rain falling out, sometimes for days on end, that's indicative of atmospheric seeding where they seed too many small condensation nuclei. Condensation nuclei are what causes the precipitation to fall, but when there's too many and they're too small, the droplets don't combine and fall as rain, it just migrates that moisture in. So you have these massive rainless cloud canopies that might cover 10 or 12 Western U.S. states with nothing falling out. That's a second method with which they can create drought and they create, create the artificial cloud canopy. And that's what's called solar radiation management. That's the official science term for that. But that's how they can cut off precipitation. They can do it for as long as they want. Wow. Um, why have you not been brought before Congress? We're communicating right now with several congressmen, and it's it's sort of a cat and mouse game, even with them, that they get a boot across their neck very quickly if this issue even comes up. We're supplying them with printed materials. We're supplying airline pilots with printed materials, commercial pilots. The commercial aircraft are being used for these programs, not commercial personnel. I want to make that clear. We are not implicating commercial personnel we are communicating with commercial pilots that know their aircraft are being used. These systems are all automated. And this is really key for the public to understand because the first thing many people ask is, well, why would our government do that to us? Why would they do that to their own population? We need to, to communicate with U.S. citizens that those who truly control our governments don't see populations as being just expendable. They are a rapidly increasing liability. Mm-hmm. That's the attempt to d- disarm the heavily armed American population. It's a liability for those in power, and that liability is increasing by the day. There's, n- there's not going to be enough food for the, for the shelves soon. It's already happening in about 37 countries around the globe right now. Crops crashing, fisheries crashing. I, I can't convey the, the gravity and immediacy of what's unfolding and I, and I again stress, I'm not asking anyone to believe me. Please look at the data at org. Our weekly update is called Global Alert News. You guys mentioned when it's on the station there. But it's also posted at the homepage of org, so people can watch it anytime they want. 
And, and let me cite one point out of this. I think we mentioned it last time, but it's important to bring it up again. Can I? What? What? Can I stop you there? Are, are you, can you? Yes. Can we ask you to hold over a break and stay with us? Sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. I'll make one final point. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Dane Wigington is going to stay over with us. His website is geoengineeringwatch.org. He's going to stay over with us. You need to as well because you're not going to hear this on any other show, anywhere, and certainly not the Legacy Media. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, continuing our discussion with Dane Wigington, who's making me flip my wig with everything that he's sharing with us. So they can manufacture droughts, they can manufacture rain. We're in a cycle of rain right now. Where are we at? Because you were telling us this is a way that they can basically control everything. They can bring us to our knees. They can control, crush the food supply. There's 30-something countries around the world that don't have enough food on the shelves. Where are we at in the use of weather to crush us and our food supply and time running? I mean, what are we talking here from a time standpoint? I will personally be surprised if we reach the end of this year without our reality unraveling to a very large degree. And this is the key factor that people need to remember at the moment in time when severity of what's unfolding can't be hidden from populations anymore, when their normalcy bias breaks down and they realize what governments have done to them without their knowledge or consent. At that moment, the entire paradigm shifts. Those in power know that that's coming. That's called panic. The public panics and back to their desire to control what I was going to mention for the break is that the listeners go to the global global alert news broadcast under the recent column at geoengineeringwatch.org. They can, the first 30 seconds, they can see president Lyndon Johnson 61 years ago, 1962 on film on the record, raving like a lunatic. I think we might've mentioned this before, but stating that we had the power to control the world's cloud layer then and quote, he who controls the weather controls the world. So back to the food, he who controls the weather controls the food supply, thus controls the world. So let me give a specific example of this happening. After 9-11, one week after 9-11, General Leslie Clark, former NATO Supreme Commander, was given a list of countries that were going to be targeted by the U.S., a list that clearly existed before 9-11, and subsequently, every one of those countries underwent a once-in-1,000-year drought, mega droughts. Every single country, statistically, mathematically, that's impossible unless it was being done to them, unless it was weather engineering, and in fact, it was. And we have the leaders of some of those countries, in the case of Iran, on the floor of the UN, stating NATO is cutting off our precipitation. Why would they do exactly the same thing to California? Because if your listeners search engineered drought catastrophe, target California, that's 10 years ago. Everything I said in that presentation happened up until this year. It was scheduled to continue this year, the drought uh, 12 weeks ago, the drought was scheduled to worsen and deepen, and suddenly, for reasons we have yet to unravel, mm-hmm. somebody changed the schedule. They altered the scheduled weather, and that's what's occurring now. Everybody's been asking, what's up with this? We, this rain, rain, rain. It's just, I've lived in San Diego a long time. We've never had this kind of rain before. And, um, and, and it's, and it's so convenient for the climate change, you know, hucksters that want to use, you know, climate as further tools. Uh, there's so many different ways in which, you know, 
in which they can control us with this. And I think what I need to do is I think I need to stop speaking of it in terms of, of energy. And because it's an extension of, I've said for many years, I'll say it this way to you, Dane. For many years, I've been saying, look, if they can get control over the energy sector and get control over healthcare, then they've got complete control over our lives. Well, where does weather fit in? If it, it, the weather is a part of that energy conversation, Right. It is. It, it, Very much so. Yeah. In fact, how much Biden just gave how many billions to the quote renewable energy scenario. And I, I want to make this clear that we definitely have been very poor stewards of our planet. There's no arguing that we have mm-hmm. trashed this planet. But that being said, there is no legitimate discussion for all the hypocrisy and all the so-called environmental groups and Al Gore and his hypocrisy. There's no legitimate discussion about climate, anything without discussing climate engineering operations First and foremost, it is the single most disruptive factor of all by far regarding the weather. And again, that doesn't mean we, we don't have problems on top of that, but climate engineering is being used as a weapon of war, period. And in regard to the cutting off of moisture, even though we're getting deluged here, and that is harming crops also. Mm-hmm. Important for people to understand that. That is radically harming crops here. Yes. So they can flood the crops. They can flash feed the flash freeze the crops here in Northern California. This is the sixth year in a row. They let it warm up. Everything bloomed and they flash froze it six years in a row. So that's not an accident. That's not nature. That's called chemical ice nucleation for weather modification. They can literally spray the clouds with what's called endothermic reacting elements. These are patented processes. Your listeners can search the engineering intersection on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org. They'll be shocked what they find. So that's why, Noah and Andrew, have you seen these flash cooldowns where Denver happened? They're using Denver a lot for this, where Denver literally all-time record high. It's happened like four times in the last four to five years. All-time yeah, and then it switches overnight, Dane. Yeah, less than overnight. All-time record high in the 80s, and it drops to the single digits in less than 24 hours. That's not nature. One time I was, excuse me for interrupting, but I'm yeah, flashing on when, when I was actually working on a project at Hill Air Force Base in Utah. And I arrived on Monday morning at 7 a.m. at Salt Lake City Airport, and it was in the 70s. And by the afternoon, it was snowing. That's absolutely, positively chemical ice nucleation for weather modification. Same thing they do on ski slopes. On a much bigger scale, sometimes you see the mountain that's bare of snow, but the ski slope's full of snow, and, and that's one of those processes. People should think about their first aid kit that sits on their shelf at room temperature for 15, 20 years. If they mix the cold pack together, they have ice instantly. Mm-hmm. Same process. It's called endothermic, a.k.a. energy-absorbing processes. But these elements are all toxic. Back to the toxic snow I mentioned earlier. And in the case of surfactants, Noah and Andrea, have you seen how many massive traffic accidents we have now in snowy areas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yes, snow is slick. Yes, ice is slick. But it's way more slick when it's got surfactants in it. Surfactants are what makes soap soap. It affects the molecular tension of water molecules. That's what makes soap soapy. And it's in the snow. You can hardly drive on this material. I mean, I grew up in snow in the San Gabriel Mountains, and this material is completely different. I don't care how good your four-wheel drive is. If you have any incline, you can't go anywhere. Hey, Dan, what about, I, I mentioned to you off the air, like I got some brand new wipers with all the rain that we've been having, and it almost seems like they skip over the windshield. It's not even a smooth glide. 
Yeah, that's again the elements in the in the precipitation are a huge, huge threat to all of us. It's killing soil microbiome. It's killing tree root systems. Guys, how many trees do you see falling over when the wind blows? Now they're uprooting everywhere, right? Yeah. So, so again, the 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 tree root balls are dying back because of these toxic elements, the same as the crown is dying back from the intense UV, which is also a result of climate engineering, by the way, just so I don't forget to mention, the ozone layer is not recovering. Climate engineering is the single greatest factor with ozone destruction. It's not your hairspray can. That's, that's a problem, but on such a tiny scale, it doesn't matter in comparison to climate engineering, which is very directly destroying the ozone layer. And, and we are getting UVC in the surface now. The sun feels really intense because it is. UVC is the last spectrum of UV radiation before x-ray. It's killing insects. It's killing plankton. It's burning the bark off of trees. You can feel the surface of a car if you're in direct sunlight. Sometimes it's scaldingly hot. Mm-hmm. That's a direct result of climate engineering. If we lose the ozone layer, functional collapse. No more food. Game so whatever you got in your fridge, that's it. So you're saying that it could be as soon as the end of the end of the year. Um, what is going to precipitate that? I, w- Pardon I want the pun. I want to qualify that. I'm not. I'm not saying the planet stops supporting life at the end of the year. What I'm saying is that these programs are starting to be forced to light. If you if your listeners watched uh, uh, the dimming, that's the most complete. Yeah, I see that on your site, The Dimming. I see it right on your homepage. It's geoengineeringwatch.org, The Dimming. We put it out for free the moment we are done. And in that film, you have Air Force generals, you have former Canadian Minister of Defense, you have former presidential cabinet members. And the point is, back to the end of the year, this issue is beginning to come to light. And I would argue if populations knew what has been done to them and that their children's asthma is likely directly related to this issue more than any other issue because of these par- particles they are highly inflammatory and we're sucking them up with every breath. And, and the food supply contaminated, the weather wiped, every weather disaster, every single one is now suspect because once you derail the weather system, you, do, you derail the whole global weather system. Once this is exposed, those in power will play very big cards. And that's what I would argue would change our reality before the end of this year. It is, it is very likely we are that close. They will play very big cards. And when I say very big cards, here's an example. Two of the elements that we know are in the precipitation right now, polymer fibers and graphene. Both of those constituents are used for biological warfare. They're used to carry a pathogen from the cloud to the ground. We know with COVID-19, we had 85 countries infected in three days. Yeah. Now, that's, that's indicative of airborne dispersion. We had Italian researchers identify COVID-19 particles attached to airborne particulates. And let me add this. We have the world's second most recognized geoengineer, Dr. Ken Caldera, who worked for the U.S. Department of Defense. We own an audio. Geoengineering owns an audio of him stating on the record what he did for the DOD was design ways of spraying pathogens in the clouds to infect the populations below. Now he works for Bill Gates. Connect all those dots, though. Bottom line, engineered pathogen, climate engineering operations using the constituents that would be needed to carry that pathogen to the ground, and we have almost 100 countries infected in three days. They can spray whatever they want. Back to the big cards they will play before people wake up completely. They could attach Ebola, Marburg. If you don't know what those are, they're Mm -hmm. the most horrific forms of disease you could get. They could attach that type of particle to the spraying operations already, and we're done. 
Well, it, it explains why the DOD was part of the funding for the gain-of-function research in the Wuhan lab. We now know they weren't just a part of that. They, you're completely correct. I'm completely agreeing with you. But we now know from Robert F. Kennedy, who you know is running for president now, mm-hmm. perhaps. Yes. And I, I just interviewed with Robert recently, and Robert has just interviewed a former big pharma insider, former uh, medical industrial complex, pharmaceutical industry insider, that now has information proving that the Pentagon actually ran the vaccine production. They used the pharmaceutical companies as window dressing, if you will. I think mm. that's the term they used yeah. to make it look like it was, it was being directed from them when it wasn't. Uh, they're thinning the herd. Uh, if I get right to the point, they yeah. know the planet can't support populations and they're thinning the herd right now. Well, Dane Wigington, you've just given us... Um not much to cheer about going into Easter weekend, but certainly much to think about. And you know what? There's no point burying our heads in the sand. We've got it's all it. about sounding the alarm, right, Dave? B- about sounding the alarm and waking people up. And um, I'm past the point of a break, and I've got another guest holding. Or I would keep you. I, I would keep you here, Mr. Dane Wigington. Go I'll to. Go. If I could, on one good note, I would just point this out. Thank you for your time. People should think about this. Yes, it's dire news, but if you're standing in the middle of the freeway at rush hour, should you turn your back to traffic or face it? Yeah. We must face this issue, and then we have a chance. Thank you, guys. Thank you both. Thank you so much. His website is geoengineeringwatch.org. Watch the dimming. And then stay tuned. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we've got a filmmaker here with a movie just in time for Easter called His Only Son. You don't want to miss this interview. Come on back. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I am so excited and giddy, practically, to have this next guest with me. I know you Andrea K. Show listeners love, uh, you know, are just so disappointed in Hollywood and that they're not, you know, um, they're just really not putting out content that is family friendly, let alone faith based. We're having to rely on so many independent movie uh, companies to put out good family friendly content and certainly good faith based content. And I, and I can't tell you how many times a week somebody will say to me, have you seen The Chosen? You got to watch The Chosen. Heck yes, I've seen The Chosen. It's amazing. So word of mouth is so important when we've got uh, good content out there. Just in Time for Easter is a movie called His Only Son that's being put out by Angel Studios, which was the platform behind The Chosen. I've got with me right now on tonight's Andrea K. Show, I've got the director of this movie called His Only Son, Just in Time for Easter. He's here to share with you guys all about this amazing picture and also the use of this new technology that allows just in time for Easter for people to pay it forward and actually buy tickets for other people who may not be able to afford to go to the movies. Hopefully I've done it justice explaining what this is all about. Uh, Director David Helling, hopefully I'm pronouncing his name correctly, joins me now to discuss this amazing movie and this pay it forward platform. Hi, David Helling. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. 
Hey, Miss Andrea, you did pronounce it correct. So good job. Thank you. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I'm just so excited about about this movie. I always get excited when there's, you know, I grew up watching the Ten Commandments and all these great, oh, you yeah. know, yeah, um, Cecil B. DeMille movies. And we were just, we've just been craving as Christians good content and The Chosen gave that for us and as well as other, you know, good movies that some other people are putting out, uh, like one that I watched recently that was based on the true story of the boy who fell through the ice and his mom, you know, prayed him back to, you know, prayed him back to health and the Lord saved him. But here it is time for Easter and we've got a movie coming out that I want everybody to go see. Let's start with what this movie's about and then we can share with everybody about the Pay It Forward platform. Tell everybody about His Only Son because it's actually probably not the story that everybody's expecting when they hear that title, correct? Yes, ma'am. It's not, but it points to what they are expecting. And obviously that, uh, that is in the title. So His Only Son chronicles, essentially, the, the main narrative of the film is the 22nd chapter of Genesis, where we see in the book of Genesis, in the Bible, where the Lord tests Abraham and asks him to take his son and sacrifice him on the mountain of Moriah. Uh, and it's a dual narrative of sorts. So on one hand, uh, we read in the Bible that, that it was actually a three-day journey that him and his son and their two servants had to take. Um, so we, we explore what had to have been going through Abraham's mind, um, what was the testing of his faith, what, what did it look like on one hand. And on the other hand, through flashback, we experience the testing of Abraham and Sarah's faith as they have to wait for decades yeah. to have the child and struggle with, with infertility and with barrenness. Um, and what that had to have looked like from Sarah's perspective, which is really something that's never been explored in media, at least to this extent. No, it, that's a story that we talk a lot about in church because, you know, the miracle, yeah. what, what was Sarah, like 100 years old when she, or Abraham? She was 90 and Abra, Abraham was, was 100. Now, that's people right. lived a little bit longer back then. And so yeah. she was, it, it seems like from what we read in Scripture, she was probably just postmenopausal um, whenever she, because uh, the first time it mentions that she was past the, past the time of women is actually right before Isaac is born. The other times it just talks about how she was barren. So yeah, th- um, that's just a little tidbit. <laughs> well, thank you. It, it, it's such a story that, that one of the stories that resonates so much with me from the Bible, um, because it's such a story of not giving up and having hope and faith. But then the story of Abraham being willing after all of that to sacrifice his son. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get choked up thinking about the story. Mm-hmm. And it, I just think it's so inc- such an incredible story. Why did you choose? this one um, of all the stories you could out of the Bible why this one well I chose this one I mean really it, it came out of a number of conversations I've had over the years uh, as I pursued biblical filmmaking because that's my heart cry is to take is to take scripture's truth and bring it from the page to the screen um, and that has been my heart cry since my time as a Marine in Iraq nearly a decade and a half ago, where the Lord really got a hold of my heart, the Word came alive to me there, and I wanted to show others that the Word is alive, that we can trust it, that this is true history. Um, and so ever since my time there, from the moment that I, that I was honorably discharged from the Marine Corps, I began to illustrate these biblical accounts through film, through short film format. But for the last five and a half years, 
I've been working on this one. And the reason why I, I wanted to dive in to this very controversial account, one of the most controversial accounts that we see in Scripture, mm-hmm. because through the years of my sharing my faith, especially while in film school in downtown San Francisco, because that's where oh, I dear. My, my biblical filmmaking journey of Ugh. all places. But, you know, the Lord totally opened the door there, and, and I wouldn't change anything. Um, it was just such a sweet time of being able to practice sharing my faith Mm. with people that don't share my views. Um, And so, uh, but time and time again in these conversations, I would see these, my non-believing friends, this would be a point of contention. This would be the point of their scoffing. They'd point at this text and say, "Uh, you worship a man who would tell, you you worship a God who would tell a man to sacrifice his own son. No thanks. Don't want anything to do with it. So I wanted to dive into into Scripture and and pull out what the Lord was doing in testing Abraham's faith. What did it look like for Abraham and what the Lord was ultimately pointing to? And what he was pointing to makes it absolutely perfect to be released during this Easter season. I cannot wait to see this. I just am so excited. Um, I, uh, you know, time doesn't permit me to, to go into detail, nor should I make this segment be about me and why that story resonates so much with me, but it does. And this is just such a blessing to me uh, to well, have I hope this. It is a blessing to Yes, you. I can't. I can't wait to see it. And um, I'm, I'm the daughter of two Marines, by the way. Semper Fi. I was born at Lejeune. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. and you made your way out to San Diego. Huh? Yeah, so um, yeah, the right side. Boy, the San Diego Marines. I was a San Diego Marine. Oh, you were okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Daddy always said that if you didn't go through basic at Paris Island, you weren't a real Marine. Uh, uh, well, I would have to. He doesn't have any hills out there. But that's an ongoing, <laughs> very age-old debate. So. <laughs> they um, have the sand fleas, but they don't have the hills. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, the sand fleas are legendary. Mama was a Marine, by the way, at PI as well. So, um, <laughs> um, so anyway, um, w- let's talk about the platform of being able to, let's talk about the release, where people can see it, how they can use the platform and pay it forward. Yes, ma'am. So the platform of Angel Studios has just totally been a, uh, just a godsend to this little – I mean, this is a humble little film, but the Lord is doing amazing things with it because they actually discovered me and discovered the film once it was a finished film, unlike what's typical where they get behind it in you know at the grassroots level. This mm-hmm. film was already finished, and I've been shepherding it for the last five and a half years. But what Angel Studios – is now doing like not only have they taken the film across the country in, in, in nearly two thousand screens and it's in multiple countries, it just it's coming out in Lebanon this week, which is wow. amazing to see what the Lord's gonna wow. do with it out there in the Middle East. Um, but what they were able to do is they have this this thing that they actually uh, came up with for the chosen, this pay it forward method that has allowed people around the world, over a hundred million people around the world, to be able to see the chosen for free because other people pay for it for them. Now, for the first time ever, they've come up with this technology that allows people to pay it forward so that others, so that families during this Easter season can get their family together, even though they can't afford it, and they can go and see this film in theaters the way it's supposed to be seen, and they can meditate on what the Lord was doing in Abraham's life and in his dark, deep valley of a trial, and then what that means for our life and how the Lord is very present in our lives as well. And when we're in Christ, he's working it all out together for our good. Um, and so so the, the way that you can claim your free tickets, if you're someone, um, and I fully, that fully resonates with me during this hard economic time, mm-hmm. uh, if you're someone who can't afford to take your family to the, to the movies to go and see this film, you can go to angel.com slash free tickets 
all one word, free tickets, angel.com slash free tickets to claim your free tickets. Uh, they, I think they've got close to 20,000 tickets that people have already purchased for people across the country. Um, and if you want to pay it forward so that others can be able to go and do this and love your neighbor in this way so that they could share mm-hmm. in this message this season, you can go to angel.com slash free. Uh, I'm sorry, not free tickets, angel.com slash pay it forward, pay it forward. Um, and uh, it's amazing to see what the Lord's already doing with it. We were number three in the box office uh, this past week, which is, it blows my mind because this is a little, <laughs> humble little $250,000 film standing up against $100 million bombastic, explosive movies. And here wow. his only son is right there, this meditative, quiet, um, contemplative film that causes you to, to, to meditate on God's Word and have it resonate in your hearts with the community of a theater experience. It's, um, it's, just, it's just like the Lord to do that. The, we, we go mm-hmm. to this place and we could be still and know exactly who He is. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's just amazing to see how He's using it. And 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 it's evidently, according to reviews, it's a great film too. It's 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 not just about a message. You've evidently done a quality job. Ninety five percent Rotten Tomatoes audience score um, received a cinematic score and uh, an A cinema uh, cinema score audience rating. Um, yes, yeah. So um, wow, I, I'm just blown away by how the Lord is working th- through you and 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 what He's doing. So tell everybody um, and. and I guess, and I'm reading here, 100 new theaters were added for Easter weekend. Um, wow. Okay. Hey, that's news to me. I know we were holding our same number, which which we were in 1920 last uh, last weekend. And this, I think at least we're holding 1920. But if you've got newer information that we've added 100 theaters, then praise the Lord. Because uh, that's just amazing. Because now not only are we going up against the big movies like Dungeons and Dragons and John Wick that were already in theaters, but now Mario Brothers is coming out. Mm-hmm. And that's like, <laughs> that's going to be huge this weekend. But the fact that theaters wanted to hold on to this little humble little movie, this meditative little piece, it just shows, one, ultimately, it's the hand of the Lord at work so yes. that people can can hear the gospel, because the gospel is is absolutely explicit in this film. And it's something that you could take your non-believing friends and family to, because, you know, we always want to invite our, our friends to church on, on Easter. It's like, that's the day to do it in the year. Yeah. But there's many of our friends who won't even go and do that. That's right. They'll, they'll go to the movies. So, right. um, so, yeah, may the Lord use this and glorify himself in it because it's all it's all because of him uh that this is happening because it's blowing all of our minds well i am super excited i'm grateful and honored and blessed that you were on here tonight go to angel.com uh for information the movie his is his only son and um and just what uh, just god bless you for you know five years of of continuing like you said to shepherd this movie for making the movie having a heart to make this movie for not giving up on getting it distributed uh for for honoring the lord the way you do and having it be a part of a platform that makes it possible for possible for people right now who are struggling to be able to go to the go to the movies and see it by having it be a part of 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 a way that it involves a pay it forward which i intend to do i intend to go and and buy some tickets and make it possible for people who can't afford to go to take their families so i'm just so so honored so thank you so much um anything else you want to share before i let you go uh, yeah, just uh, for all your listeners out there, be praying about the impact of this film. Be praying um, that the heart uh, that the Lord would make uh, hearts fertile uh, for the reception of His gospel, 
especially during this season. There's so many hurting people out mm-hmm. there, and, and I've gone through the hardest years of my life. And this film, while making it, has ministered to me in ways I never could have imagined. And um, and I know that uh, that through Abraham's trial and his him and Sarah's struggle, and you see the Lord's presence and purpose mm-hmm. in their darkest period. It resonates with us in our darkest periods. We're reminded he's the, the Abraham's faith is the same as our faith we have today, and the Lord God of Abraham is the same Lord God that lives today. Absolutely. David Helling, thank you so much for being here, and God bless you. God bless you too, ma'am. Thanks for having me on. All righty. And you guys uh, stay tuned. We've got one little tiny little segment left on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Don't go anywhere. I'm just blown away, Skins. I can't wait to see that movie. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. A couple minutes left. So, Skins, is there anything Easter tradition? You, we, we, when we did a Thanksgiving show a while back, you had some really interesting Thanksgiving traditions in your family. And I didn't know if you had anything in, in Easter that was special. I think you had a family member who always... Um, talked about the Constitution or something. I can't remember what it was, or America. I can't remember. No, I. I mean, I have. I have a family member, my cousin, for most of the major holidays, including Easter. Uh, when we would get together as a big extended family, it was so awesome because my my grandmother started this tradition and he kind of carried it on where he would say a prayer in Hebrew. That's what it was that I was thought was and yeah, so he would amazing do it for Christmas, Easter, and Thanksgiving when we had the extended family get together. I love that idea. That's so special. I love you know hearing what other families do for holidays and what kind of food they eat and what they're. It's for the same reason I like to travel. I just I'm interested in how people live their lives. What's special to them? What you know? What families do? What was like uh, you know for uh, you know? I think Easter might be a little bit different than Thanksgiving and that I think most Americans kind of all have a, a similar Easter meal. Don't you think like, you yeah, know, you know what you would like though? I did this with my kids years ago. I, not anymore, but I, I used to do the whole, you know, still hide the plastic eggs for them mm-hmm. to, to, mm-hmm. to find out in the yard. And there was one egg I would always hide and I would hide it with nothing in it. And that would be because they would that open it and they mean. would ask me, ask me about it. And I said, well, that's exactly like it was when Christ was buried in the tomb and he, they opened the tomb and there was nothing inside because he had risen from the dead. What an what a really cool way to tell the story of Easter because so many times kids it's just all about the food and the kids getting the Easter exactly. baskets and the Easter egg and the egg hunt and 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 the message of Christ it just gets lost at least on the children. It's a good way to kind of blend it together and still have it have absolute meaning. Wow, what a good dad you were. Uh, we, we didn't. For us, it was really about the food. We went to church. Oh, don't get me wrong. It's still about the food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks uh, to the listeners tonight. Thanks to my guest, Bob Walters, Dane Wigington, and David Helling from the movie His Only Son. Love you guys. The Andrew Kasia will be 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. tomorrow night. Don't miss it. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.